Junior Doctors Corner, the podcast that helps medical students and junior doctors like yourself not only survive but thrive in your careers. We cover topics including doctor well-being, career, and life outside of medicine. My name is Dana and I am your host for this podcast. Are you ready for a healthy dose of support, motivation, and inspiration? Then let's start this episode stack. Hi, Dave, and thank you so much for joining me on Junior Doctors Corner. Thanks so much for having me, Dana. David, you are very well known on Instagram. Um, you started off with an Instagram account called coffee.stats, and then later on you updated it to reflect your, um, I guess, yourself as a medical student. I'm sure uh, if those listeners of ours who haven't come across you, um, I guess if you can please tell us a bit about yourself. Thanks. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, um, I'm going to fourth year actually of my studies um, at Monash and it's been really good. Um, I've actually started the sort of Instagram account initially just sort of as a fun thing of wanting to um, track my own um, journey through medical school and sort of sharing that with friends actually. And that's where the sort of name Coffee Sack came from. It was just sort of a funny um sort of name, I guess, like with coffee being something I drink on a pretty regular basis and um, stat being that sort of um, word you hear often on TV, medical dramas, or, you know, I need my coffee stat. Um, so that's where it came from. But, yeah, so we sort of transitioned a bit more into, a, I guess, more of a serious, more serious medical account, sort of um, looking at, like, study tips and um, sort of my experience with med school and different experiences on placement. And med school has been great. Like, it's been really fun. Of course, it sort of has its own challenges with like COVID and everything, of course, being a hurdle there. Um, but I think med school has been a really fantastic experience and placement has been really fun um, and made a lot of great friends. And I've had a good time so far. I'm looking forward into going to my fourth year with uh, my psych rotation up first. So definitely going to be a really great experience. Nice. So what is it like to be a medical student uh, during COVID-19 pandemic? Because you know, what you your experience with medical school is going to be very unique compared to those before you and even probably those after you um, once we hopefully eventually go back to a semi-normal life. Um, can you tell us a bit about how it was different pre-pandemic? Because I understand you were, like your first year was a normal um, medical school style, you know, type year for you. Yeah, exactly right. Like, I think, um, you know, like when we started off the COVID-19 pandemic, everyone's like, oh, this is an unprecedented time. And it very feels, it very much feels like we're in a precedented time now with all of the COVID stuff just kind of happening year after year. But first year was really great. It was, um, it was on campus and having not done biology, it was quite a bit of studying, sort of trying to catch up and learning the difference between mitosis and meiosis. But um, it was a really great year. I met a lot of good friends that I think um, I was really lucky to have made because that sort of carried over into second year and kind of keeping each other company during that COVID um, lockdown. In first year, it was really great because you know, after lectures, you get to like have lunch with friends and then go to your tutes in the afternoon. Um, but it was quite different in during COVID days, during second year. And so that was like when we sort of went through every body system. We did like cardiology sort of heart stuff in the first year, but we probably got into like RESP and like GI and neuro in the, towards the end of the year. And that sort of got 
like really hard, like with a lot of the anatomy and it came at you all quite heavy. It was difficult, but it was really um, well sort of structured by uni, I found. Like they had the modules often uploaded like at the beginning of the week. So while I think I would still prefer in-person lectures as well as like in-person shoots, being able to ask questions immediately, um, it was still really great that the uni was pretty organised really. And so we were able to study out um, at our own pace. I, I really liked the way that Monash, I think, organised for us. We were in the same two groups sort of um, for every single class for the whole year, which was really helpful because we sort of formed a great group of friends, around 15 people um, in the same tree you would see every essentially every single day. And even if you weren't close at the start of the year, you became quite close towards the end and you got to know people well and created a really good family vibe to it, I guess. And so with everything else, with every other industry, uni has very much adapted to sort of like Zoom seminars and online lectures. And um, it does suck not being able to see your friends in person. But um, yeah, it was, it was still a pretty pretty good experience given given everything and the like teachers and tutors were really great like they made really fun stuff like cahoots like in anatomy <laughs> they um they often like would have like photos of a cadaveric sort of image and it would be labeled and be like all right like you are sort of on a race wanting to um uh put in like oh like is is this um this muscle is it that structure and um, that was really fun. And radiology toots was um, it was actually better online because everyone had this like projected sort of screen and would work on it together. But I reckon the joke always goes around that my generation, quote unquote generation, uh, will probably be the worst at physical exams. <laughs> like I don't think we we were really like we weren't able to do physical exams, and the tutors were like. They try to be really helpful. They like they brought like their own children into the tutor and try to do it on them as as a model, or even like using pillows to show like how to do abdo exams and things like that. But you know, it's it's not the same um, trying to watch someone over Zoom and trying to replicate that on your own family members at home. So definitely some work to do there, but we're getting there. Wow. And and what about clinical placement? What was that like for you during the pandemic? So my clinical placements was in, the, I guess, second second year of the pandemic in 2021, so um, just last year. I was really lucky that placement wasn't really affected um, during that time, apart from a few days at the start of the year when we still wasn't sort of sure how bad that particular wave was going to be. Um, but it was really good. Like I got to go into all of the different um, surgeries and saw, like, got involved with, like, knee replacements and hips and all of that and um, and my urology rotation was fantastic. It was three weeks of really great hands-on experience and watching surgeons and learning a lot of things there, um, along with my hematology and geriatric rotation as well. Like even though a lot of patients that were quite sick and immunocompromised during COVID, um, we, we took all the precautions that we can to make sure we had like the necessary PPE and hand washing and all of that. And we luckily had the privilege still to be on placement and learned really a lot, um, I guess, the difficulties of COVID in the outside world, uh, even in the, if I can put it that way. And I say it's outside world because I would be going to placement sort of every day still. And while the world seemed to be shut down outside and I was driving and there was just no cars around. And so placements was um, luckily for me, wasn't really affected. I still got to learn a lot clinically and do all the clinical skills there. 
it was more difficult for the year above me, who was the first wave of COVID. And so many, many students got taken off placement um, and they missed like all of the sort of in-hospital specialties. And so that was, um, I, at least quite a few students did. And so that was difficult. Um, but I think the running theme with all of this is adaptability and sort of resilience of making sure like of what you can do within um, these difficult situations and trying to make the most of it. Um, and yeah, just trying to eventually become safe doctors um, in the future. Mm. And I guess also um, aside from how learning has been a little bit different for you uh, during COVID, um, socialising and parties are a big part of medical school when I was going through. So what is it like for you guys now? Like, do you feel like you're missing out on the med school experience? Like, why or why not? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's such a great point. You know, like, I think med in general is already lacking that sort of uni experience. Like, it's it's sort of an insular sort of um, part of the uni that, oh, like, it's the med school, the med students, and you feel less connected to the rest of the uni and I think that did get exacerbated even more so during COVID. For example, like a lot of the social events where you would often invite like your friends from other courses or even unis to come, like Med Bowl, like that got cancelled in 2020 uh, at the end of the year. So um, that was really, that was pretty rough because everyone wanted to dress up as well, like after a year of lockdown and things like that. And a lot of the other social events um, included like we would have like after exam parties and um, sort of mid-semester parties and things like that. Like they were either cancelled or sort of um, rejigged towards an online fashion. But <laughs> I imagine that's the same. It's definitely not. Um, like being like you don't feel crowded in a Zoom room, but you can feel crowded on the dance floor. So um, it, it was quite different. But our, our social groups did do a, like they they really tried. Um, we had a lot of sort of like trivia nights over zoom and among us was like a huge thing like uh, this this sort of like um it's like mafia but sort of in this online format and we played a lot of that amongst friends and we still kept up that social part um and it was very much like you needed that social contact and besides just like the uni interactions that you would have and what about exams so are they or were they also held differently? And also, have you had to change the way you study? You know, especially since you mentioned that you didn't get as much of an opportunity to, you know, learn physical examinations like what previous med students would have traditionally. So, you know, um, what's your favourite study tip, you know, when it comes to preparing for these exams? So exams um, last year, and the year before were all held online. Um, they included both the written exams as well as the um, OSCE exams, the sort of clinical exams that we had. The ones that we had uh, written ones were sort of in a quiz format that were in, that, that is invigilated by the uni. They had um, live invigilators. At first I was like, that's sort of a weird experience, like having someone like looking at you for three hours and you're like, oh, isn't that a bit like intense? Um, but it was actually a really seamless experience. Like, they talk to you before the um, exam and be like, hi, my name's like John Smith. I'm your invigilator today. I'll just be in the background. Like you won't really notice me, but if you do need help or if you do need to pop out to the bathroom, like just let me know. Um, every time like I sort of 
logged in, I felt my heart racing because uh, the exam, another exam starting. But once you started, it felt more like a quiz, like because you were doing it in your own sort of computer setup and that was actually quite good. Although personally, I do like um, written exams much better. Being able to scribble when things are on the paper is um, feels a bit more visceral and like you get to think through things a bit better perhaps. And OSCEs were all done over Zoom as well because we couldn't do physical exams, understandably. We had a lot of counselling stations and interpretation stations along with your traditional history-taking things. Um, and I found that sort of oddly relevant, I guess. Like I'm looking forward to GP this year, my rotational GP, and because, you know, like telehealth is um, slowly and slowly becoming a very like integral part of practice. And I guess the Zoom um, exams is mimicking that to a certain extent, those times conditions. And um, yeah, once again, the uni was quite supportive with if you had like internet co- connection difficulties or like you just like your Zoom wasn't working. And, you know, that happens to a lot of us. And we've always got those Zoom horror stories. To answer sort of like in terms of what's my favorite tip for medical school and how that sort of changed. I think initially I was doing a lot of like very pretty handwritten notes that if you like scroll all the way back down to the Instagram, you would have seen it like on my iPad, like I've got some like sort of writing and like drew all these diagrams. And then you realize that you really are drinking content out of a fire hydrant and it just nonstop comes at you and comes at you and you have to adapt. And I started like doing less handwritten notes and everything ended up being like, sort of copy and paste slash paraphrase notes from whether textbooks or like question banks from or like past exams or other students notes that have already been written and you sort of make it into your own words like but like in a pretty efficient fairly quick manner and most of the time was done on um, just using like questions and things like that and without doing the questions you wouldn't have even known like what you don't know and I was on my hematology rotation and then we were sort of talking about like uh, the different sort of blood products and about like which one you store in the fridge and which one you don't because of like which one will be infected with like bacteria first and whatnot. And a lot of like these sort of clinical pearls, I just heard once during the ward round and didn't think too much of it. I thought this was sort of a registrar level knowledge and it didn't really apply to me. But then once I sort of um, started doing questions, I was like, wait, like I actually heard that before. And um, it reminded me to actually go review that. So that was, um, that was pretty helpful. Yeah. So I think make sure to do as many questions as you can, because they'll really identify whether knowledge gap um, will be. So, uh, David, before we wrap up with the final question that I ask all my guests on Junior Doctors Corner, I was um, wondering if you wanted to add any final parting words of wisdom. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think probably going back to um, the sort of COVID sort of times is whatever, like, you're feeling, like, often, you know, whether it be you're tired or suddenly frustrated over nothing or just feeling really worn out or feeling like really happy like a lot of times like our feelings feel like invalidated because of the world around us going a bit bonkers but really like how you feel is how you feel and um you 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 should be heard like you can you should be able to share those um whatever you're going through or whatever you're feeling with your friends your family and um and external help if you do need it and it's really important to um, give time to yourself and sort of um, the sort of paradox is within COVID is that, you know, we're alone, like we're sort of locked down, we're all isolated. 
Um, but we're actually on our screens a lot of the times and we're actually constantly on sort of social media and things like that. And so if you do need to take time for yourself, like don't feel guilty about it, like rest is important. And um, as sort of, um, I guess, people within the healthcare field in general, we've we've got this innate feeling of I need to go help other people all the time, nonstop. But I guess that's sometimes not the most sustainable thing either. And it is important to look after ourselves first before we can go out and look after other people. Um, so, yeah, like, I guess whatever you're going through, like, um, just know that there's people out there um, who are willing to listen and, um, and love you. And um, if you need professional help, it's there as well and go talk to your GP. Yeah, I guess that's my two cents of wisdom that sort of got me through COVID with, along with all my friends. So thank you so much for sharing that. And lastly, but not least, um, you did already allude to, I guess, the answer to this question a little bit, but maybe you might want to add to it a little bit more. Um, Can you please share some things or people that are keeping you sane during these crazy times? I think during COVID, it was really helpful um, to have like a group of close friends from high school for me personally, as well as from medical school. Um, and we had sort of quite regular catch-ups. With my um, high school friends, we'd have a online board games night um, on over Zoom and we'd play like games like Secret Hitler, um, Code Names. And I guess it wasn't much that much about the board games in particular, but more so about just being there for each other and seeing a familiar face uh, amongst it all. And and I think screen time was also important to keep a track of and not continuously staring at the screen and going out for a walk with uh, friends or parents where sort of possible or housemates or whoever you might live with and actually getting some of that sun and breathing in um, the fresh air after being I guess trapped in the house. For me church was also really important like I um, met up with people from my church online and um, eventually in person when it was allowed again that was like really encouraging for me. I guess yeah the bottom line is you need people around you that you care about uh, and also in turn care about you and yeah just got to support each other in this as you say crazy times um, and also continuing to be there for each other because if anything the last few years have sort of um, taught us is we can't really know what the future has in store other than sort of living in the present is to know that you have people around you that um, you can sort of build each other up and encourage each other regardless of what challenges um, come your way because that's what you'll fall back on your foundations and will give you that sort of, I guess, confidence that you will get through whatever it is that you might face. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your nuggets of wisdom, Dave, and really thankful for you coming onto the show and um, talking to me and my listeners. Thanks, Dana, for, um, you know, having this wonderful resource, like a lot of different episodes on a lot of different topics. And I'll definitely be listening to more episodes um, when I'm driving to the hospital in in Kamiya. So thanks again for having me. And and your listeners are very lucky, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, David. If you really like that episode, please don't forget to leave a review on iTunes to help a sister out. And don't forget to subscribe to our email list so that you never miss an episode.